It's Northwest Podcast. I'm here with Alan Quick and Zanae Beckham. Our guest tonight is Tim Beatty. We're talking Ghostbusters 35th anniversary. Welcome to the show, Tim. Awesome. Great to be here. So tell us a little bit about, you know, Ghostbusters for you growing up and, like, how it affected your childhood. And now, 35 years later, you just went to a a screening of it uh, a couple days ago, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, if anyone thinks that, you know, they they don't want to go to the movie because maybe, you know, they've seen it in VHS or, or, uh, you know, on DVD, it it really is completely a different experience going to the theater. I I remember back in 84 when I watched that, uh, that movie originally in the theater at the Holly Theater. Uh, We didn't have multiplexes in Medford where I lived. It was just just one theater there. And that movie just you know, it blew me away. The, the two scenes specifically that probably, probably to this day still haunt me is the librarian ghost, uh, you know, when uh, when they said get her and it, and it turned into that <laughs> that skeleton thing. And, and the, the second one is when um, Snow and Reaver was sitting in her recliner and those arms came out and grabbed her and pu- pulled her into the room. Those those two uh, <laughs> definitely, definitely sat with me for a long time. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's great. So, so when you saw it, was it an uh, uh, IMAX-sized screen or just a regular movie theater at your location? Um, You know, the Holly Theater had a pretty big screen, but it certainly wasn't an IMAX theater. In fact, I, di- I didn't even know that was until uh, after college. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Did you feel like you were in the back of your seat at those two scenes that you just described since it was in a bigger screen? Oh, absolutely. And because we lived kind of kind of a bit out, I ended up having to sit in the front row. <laughs> so, oh. They were right in your face then. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, the, you know, the movie kind of starts off, you know, with them, you know, them as scientists. And, and as it uh, as it progresses, you know, they, they kind of become um, kind of like the guys that go out and you know spray for your house for bugs. So it, it, it's fun to watch that movie. It was even more entertaining this time around on the 35 year uh, because I saw all the product placement. That was all, all of what, what you know. They you cleaned up the print. Kid. Yeah, they cleaned up the print on this 35th anniversary. Yeah. Oh, cool! Very cool. Yeah. So, so all the, um, all the, you know, I guess it's okay to say some some products on here, but you know, all the Coca-Cola and, <laughs> and uh, beers and sodas and cigarettes and. Twinkies and everything. You just don't notice those things as a kid. Cheez-Its. I noticed the Cheez-Its. Cheez-Its, that's right. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely a lot of a lot of toys. Uh, Funko and Playmobil um, have a bunch of different toys and stuff out for the 35th anniversary that I've seen not only at Rose City Comic Con, but uh, just that, you know, your everyday toy store here in, you know, wherever you may be. So, um, yeah, the fandom is really starting to pick off the ground again. I am hearing more people starting to buzz about it, not in like too much of a like hype way that's too big, but they're getting excited, especially with Halloween right around the corner. It's, it's the perfect time for people to be getting back into Ghostbusters. Yeah. And then in the, in the 2020, yeah, the 2020, uh, yeah, uh, movie film. coming out. Yeah, yes, that's, that's creating that buzz too. 
So, Alan and Tim, you guys went to a screening over the weekend. What was it like for you guys seeing it 35 years later? Was it, <laughs> you said it was remastered. What did yeah. they do differently? Well, what I noticed, uh, you know, what we, you know, how we want to approach this is uh, we went in, in our Ghostbusters uh, cosplay. So that was initially we wanted to kind of greet folks there in the theater. Now, you know, I just knew that was coming up uh, via just announcements and everything. So I did not know they were going to clean up the print. And uh, I did not know uh, that there was going to be like, uh, what was it, eight or ten minute deal before Tim? Was there? Yes. Uh, that was, to me, that was definitely worth the ticket just watching not just the trivia that they had at the beginning, but they had most of the stars actually talking about uh, yeah. scenes and different activities uh, in the movie. So oh, cool. that was really wonderful. Yeah. Oh, Showed right. a couple of deleted scenes uh, oh, yeah. as well. Wonderful. Very cool. So not only are, do you guys appreciate, you know, the franchise, you guys belong to a cosplay group and went in your costumes <laughs> to entertain guests at the theater and stuff. What was that like, you know, interacting with just the normal theater goers going to see, you know, films and you guys were there in the lobby with your costumes and stuff? We we ventured out of the lobby because we wanted to grab people coming through the mall, and then kind of when they saw it, uh, you know, being October, they probably thought, oh, they're doing a promotion on Halloween or something <laughs> like that. Oh, but, there you go. Okay. But, you know, we basi- basically, uh, uh, you know, just for yourself to say, hey, we're here promoting Ghostbusters, the 35th anniversary viewing. And a lot of folks did not know. And oh. so we we basically were saying, hey, yeah, it's being shown up for, and if you guys want to come on in, oh, cool, be a great time. So, spreading right uh, the word. That's that's what it was. Uh, one thing that really impressed me, though, Tim, was your cosplay and how it turned out. Um, and I want you to kind of let let the folks know out there uh what you sure. did with your uh your proton pack this is very fascinating what you did so go ahead please well okay yeah sure so um for for me cosplay 90 percent of it for me is building whatever i'm going to wear i like to do all the research um and and build it uh, it isn't that i can't 3d print something or um uh, we just built a vacuum form, so we can we can do that. Ha- However, I had quite a bit of people in the town that I live in that needed something made that uh, didn't include those two things and didn't include a lot of um, expensive tools or or saws or sanders or anything like that. So um, I, I went on a search and I found all these bits and pieces at the thrift store. Um, we have a used, what do you want to call that? Used lumber type of a place that people bring all kinds of building supplies to. Um, so I, I dug through there and picked up stuff. Uh, I took a nine-inch uh, cake pan from my wife, 
Um, that's what I used for the accelerator section. <laughs> <laughs> no more use of that, that one. <laughs> that's for ghosts. Oh yeah. boy. Yeah, and I, you know, and I, uh, um, you know, I didn't have any colored um, puxy glass or anything like that, and so I, I just, I just went down to the um, stationery store and I bought, you know, those uh, colored slides. Oh, for lenses. Yep. Something? Yeah. Yep, yeah, yeah. You know, like in between subjects, you know, you, you've got the red and the green, whatever color they are. So uh, I just took some of those and cut them in, into the shapes that I needed and glued them in place. Uh, I didn't want to spend a bunch of money on electronics because I'm trying to keep the cost down for people who want to build it out of stuff they can find. So I bought these little dollar LED lights and we wired them up so that uh, they come on on the pack. So it, it worked. I mean, it, I think it turned out okay. for. Uh, oh, for it looked great. We're going to have to post a link for people to, if they're listening to the podcast, to go on and see it because you did a great job. That definitely popped up in my feed uh, multiple times. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely post some photos. Um, now, with the Proton Pack, uh, were they? Did you have that at the showing? Oh yes, yeah. And so, did did the mall consider that a weapon? No, we had two security <laughs> folks. We had two security folks that uh, were you know doing their their rounds, and of course they gave us a wink and a smile. But we, <laughs> we had we had our barrier, so we basically stayed within the boundary of the uh, the theater uh, marquee. And so that that allowed us to kind of uh, really enjoy that. We had uh, support of the theater management, of course, and and uh, it That's just so the, great. the the children that walked by to uh, noticed us. They knew exactly oh, yes. what yes. what was going on. And so, like awesome. you were saying earlier, Zenaid and Ryan, both of you guys were saying how interesting that this movie was released 35 years ago and. You have little kids dressed up in Ghostbusters. We saw that, but they came up to us, and the parents and the grandparents, we saw that too, right, Tim? Correct. They came up to us, and they said, look, here are the Ghostbusters, and uh, they looked at Tim, and they thought, is that real? (laughs) Oh, awesome. Yeah, folks, you're going to have to go look at those photos. They're really great. Tim basically, you know, he brought them into their imagination, and uh, it was just really cool to see the interaction. Uh, well, and uh, how- Tim, didn't you also have the like ecto goggles as well? Oh, oh, yep, yeah. So I made the. Did goggles. you make those? I did. So can you tell I, us a little bit about that? Absolutely. So just to be clear, um, I didn't come up with everything obviously on my own. I only had. I only had 24 days, and it took 54 hours um, between the Comic-Con and that movie for me to to get this done. <laughs> wow. wow. So, so going to uh, the Ghostbusters fan site was a huge help. Also, uh, a couple of the Rip City Ghostbusters um, – oh, shoot, I'm going to forget the gentleman's name. Uh, he allowed me to take some photos of his uh, proton pack, and that – that also helped tremendously. Oh, good. Uh, but but on the but on the goggles, uh, on, on their website, they they tell you where to get the uh, welding goggles. Is what is what those originally started off as, mm-hmm. and which types of 
plumbing, essentially plumbing fixtures and other little bits that you need to find. Um, I didn't want to spend a bunch of money on the knobs. Uh, once again, I'm trying to make it so that anybody can make it. So I had the women in my office, which are a fantastic group of people. They saved me every drink cup uh, top, little plastic round <laughs> thing that they could. And uh, that's what I used for all the knobs. And we just painted them. And That's so resourceful. Them. I love that. And some of them I wanted them to turn, so we just hot glued in a um, a screw, you know, a machine screw. Oh, cool! And then if you put a couple of washers on each side, you can you can turn it, you know. So, but so okay. sorry, go ahead. Zidane. No, go sorry. for it. I was just saying that's awesome. Oh, yeah, no, I was just gonna cut the sustainable proton pack, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, you're, you're green. You're you're Captain Planet there. No. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. None of, that, uh, none of that plastic went into the ocean. <laughs> yeah, it's all on Tim's back. So. That's right. <laughs> Environmentally uh, friendly, containing those ghosts. Since yeah. 2019. <laughs> Boom! There you go. Love it. So, when when you're building all this stuff and you're talking to other uh, Ghostbuster fans and and whatnot, what do you what do you get out of all this, Tim? What what's your take from it, like? The fandom, interacting with people. Tell us. Tell the listeners. Sure. So, uh, for me, I, I don't. I don't sleep a lot. Uh, I usually sleep about uh, an hour or two a day, or every other day or so. So I have a lot of extra time. Um, it's been that way all of my life. So nothing really they can do about it. So I have all this extra spare time. <laughs> so I. I like to do a lot of research when it comes to building something. It doesn't matter what the genre is. Um, find all the resources I need for that. Um, I always create a building book when I'm doing it. So I have a folder that I put everything in. Um, I keep all my receipts so that I can go back and kind of see what, what it costs to build something. So for me, that's probably 90% of it is just getting uh, able to do the build. And then the second part of it that I really enjoy, um, the fans, of course, are a lot of fun. There's, there's nothing better than putting on your cosplay costume that you've spent a bunch of research and time on and built, and then people want to get photos with you. It, it uh, you know, you kind of go from being an average, average kind of a person that goes to work nine to five to being uh, the character that you've you created. So. Um, that, that's a lot of fun, especially when they know who you are and they don't they don't call you something other than what you tried to be. That's that's fun. Yep. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, and that's what's great about Ghostbusters in general is being yourself. That's what's cool about it, you know. Right. I yeah, mean, yeah, you can put your own name on the on yep. the flight suit. Yeah. Yeah, and the Nate and Alan can. Yeah, we all have as well. custom yeah. patches. <laughs> uh, I know you have a really cool one too, Ryan. You've got a unique one from uh, a museum, right? Yeah, aviation. Museum of Flight. Yep, I have an yeah. aviation one with my. Really uh, cool. Yeah, just kind of doing. That's what's cool is you can make make it all unique to yourself, and it's a lot of fun. I mean, I'm gonna be adding some doodads to. <laughs> yeah, my Ryan, son's- what are you gonna be adding? To that uh, spirit Halloween proton pack. Yeah, so gonna add some more uh, LED lights and gonna 
put some more buttons and stuff on the back and make it. Um, my son's going to wear it for Halloween, and I'm, I am I have my vacuum form proton pack, but, yeah, I want to add some more gadgets and stuff to kind of tailor, tailor it to uh, my little man's. Um, some of his interests. I mean, I know he likes Pokemon, so we might have like a Pikachu, you know, <laughs> oh, hanging cool. from the bottom of it. So, yeah. Yes. So, and yeah, so I mean, just something kind of cool, unique to him, and uh, yeah, he's he's excited for it. But uh, yeah, who knows? We'll probably get to playing around and probably add even more than I anticipated. Just kind of. Hey, that's. Yeah. I love that you can take things that he's into and throw it in there too. Ghostbusters yep. is so unique that way where you can really mix it up. Yeah, absolutely. And since we're talking about building proton packs, and age, you're building one too. You're using a Zebra, correct? Yes. Uh, so Zebra is a thermoplastic. There's a Zebra Fine, which is brown in color. That's great for fine details. And Zebra Text that has a gritting on the back, which is mostly what I'm using. So it has more structure, kind of like Warbler. Um, and so I'm just making mine um, the size of a little, like, Nike backpack, a little oh, smaller, cool. um, you know, since I also have a smaller uh, backside. And, you know, hey, <laughs> as we're talking about environmentally friendly, we talk, look at uh, Zach Morris' phones of the past are no more. Our cell phones are pretty small. Um, mm. So why can't my proton pack get a little bit smaller, too, as technology <laughs> improves, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, and I've got some battery-powered LED lights that are meant to, like, float in water that are pretty lightweight that I picked up a pack of 14 lights for about $15. Um, oh, so wow. I, I thought that was pretty affordable, and I'll use four of those where the red lights are and then one in my hose so that it flashes, oh, too. So, yeah, Very I'm cool. working on that right now. Very cool. Nice. So, Ellen, tell us more about your thoughts and experience uh, from the screen this past weekend. Well, what was kind of interesting, you know, because we are in October, we did have one comment that said, oh, Halloween's early this year, huh? (laughs) (laughs) And so so basically we just said, well, this is kind of year-round, and a lot of folks – who do see us in many events uh, throughout the year? They're 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 kind of curious. Well, why do you do what you do? And and that's basically what responses we we got on uh, on the showing. Uh, so initially, when we went in there, there was a lot more folks than I expected. Honestly, oh, when they do these when they do these uh, flashback movies. The thing that impressed me were how many folks did turn out for this movie. And that, and like you were saying earlier, shows the longevity. Even though this is a 35-year-old film, people still would come and spend uh, a couple hours reliving or introducing this film to uh, new viewers. And everybody, even though we've seen it multiple times, they laughed at the right places. They uh, <laughs> cheered at another place. And again, even though these actors have done this film years and years ago, they clapped at the end of the movie. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So yeah. that that was kind of fun to hear uh, 
the folks uh, in attendance uh, to applaud that they they applaud this movie because they love Ghostbusters. Very cool. Sweet. That's awesome. So seeing it 35 years later and knowing that next summer, 2020, <laughs> the new Ghostbusters is coming out. And with that anticipation from October now to June of next year, like, I mean, what what are you guys going to do to get your fandom on in between? Huh? What are you going to do, Tim? Are you going to do more Ghostbuster events? I mean, what are you, what are you doing now? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I am in the process of building a, a few more props. Um, I, I definitely want to work uh, at doing more events uh, and having maybe a 10 by 10 booth of some kind set up so people can come and take some photos um, in something like that. I think that, that would be a, a good thing to do. Plus, uh, we've got about 45 people here so far locally that that all want to be Ghostbusters. So one of the local, oh, wow, yep, wow. one of the local, <laughs> yeah, one of the local wineries here in town said that they would uh, allow us to host uh, events there. And so we're going to be setting up a bunch of tables and having several proton pack building days. So wow! Between now and that movie, I plan on doing quite a bit to get as many people in my area uh, Ghostbustered up. Wow. Stand (laughs) up community member. Awesome, Tim. 45. Yeah, in in two days. Recruitment. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Cool. Building proton packs like none other. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, there won't won't be a nine inch kick pan uh, for 100 miles. uh. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's great. I. I only anticipate the franchise getting it's very big now, but I, I anticipate it growing even more. I mean, I know a couple of years ago when they had the, you know, the all female cast, you know, it was the 2016 Ghostbusters movie. Yeah. It was very big, you know, and now that they have the 35th anniversary of the original film and, you know, next year's new film coming out in 2020, I I anticipate more marketing, whether it be in toys this Christmas and all avenues. Um, I anticipate the franchise getting even bigger and just continuing to be strong. And with with all the other different franchises, that are out there right now, uh, whether it be superheroes and um, Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I uh, Ghostbusters is strong right now, and there sure is. I'm I agree. Excited. It's gonna it's I'm, gonna just keep on growing, and when the movie comes out, I sure hope it's gonna be successful. But I think it's gonna be one of those the way they're doing it this time, where um, they are bringing back some original cast members. Uh, I think it's gonna be really exciting and hit really big yeah i'm very excited and just just on that note yeah i i can't wait to kind of see what happens and what other what other props everyone gets into building and (laughs) yeah as you guys are listening now i mean tell us tell us what are some of your ghostbuster memories and 
let us know in the comments below on on our uh, on our social media pages. I mean, we'd love to hear from you, the the, the listeners. But yeah, and follow Today, and share. Follow and share. Uh, absolutely. And invite yeah. invite your friends to uh, to the uh, Northwest Popcast. And you know what? You could do one thing for me. My one request is rate us five stars on whatever podcast platform you're using. We'd really appreciate it. That's my request. Absolutely. Yes. Lots of good stuff. And and closing thoughts tonight. Alan, do you have any closing thoughts? Closing thoughts is uh, basically what we all hit on here and uh, how many folks are so interested in this particular film and franchise and how you, all of you guys stated people are jumping on board and wanting to be part of this uh, and just to costume and be part of, uh, as Tim mentioned as well in other conversations, the charity aspect of it, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, just having, many opportunities so you know even though we are recording this in october this is a year-round uh deal where it's just not just for one month out of the year this is just folks going out there making a difference in their communities recruiting others who uh, are like-minded and just want to step out of their shell and uh costume ghostbusters Absolutely, yeah. Uh, ghost heads are very proud, and it shows all over the world um, that that Netflix documentary, Ghost Heads, great documentary. Yes. Um, every anyone listening, check it out on Netflix. It talks about the cosplay groups from all over the world, and what they do in their respected parts of the world for their communities. And, and it's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty awesome. And uh, yeah, uh, those, those are my closing thoughts. I, I love it all. It's great. Zanade, how about you? Uh, well, my last co- closing thought is who are you going to call? Oh, love it. Awesome. What about you, Tim? Any last closing thoughts? Yeah, so my last closing thoughts is, you know, Alan and Ryan and and, and you did a a great job at the Comic-Con talking uh, about uh, the different parts that all, anyone can be part of Ghostbusters. It's not you know, it's not just one piece or one group or one type. Um, you know, anybody can be into, into Ghostbusters. Um, the, the fact that, uh, you know, that the, the number three movie came out, uh, you know, my daughters absolutely love that movie. And um, we at the house, we're, we're always got that movie on now, different parts of it. You know, they can recite different pieces of it. Um, you know, they want me to build a, a proton pack that looks like those, and so we're, we're going to give that a shot. Um, so my, my ending statement would be Ghostbusters is for everyone. It's uh, it's not exclusive to, to just one group of anyone. So Very positive message. Love it. Absolutely. And, uh, 
Yeah, again, Ghostbusters is great. I I could talk about this for a long time, many more <laughs> hours, and yeah. So make sure, um, yeah, make sure you follow us because we will talk about it more, we'll, guaranteed. We'll, <laughs> yeah, we will talk about it, and we'll we're only going to talk about it more as we get closer to that film next year, and uh, yeah. With that being said, thank you for listening. We appreciate our listeners. And, Tim, thank you, my yes. man, for being on the show tonight. Absolutely. Thanks for the invite. It was a, it was a blessing. I appreciate it. Yes. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. <laughs>